Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Again, I'm doing a week of the best of in celebration of 1 million downloads that was reached at this time. And there wouldn't be a best of without, of course, Bob Lowry. And Bob Lowry was a close friend of mine, and we did a lot of podcasting together. He came on the show later in his life when he realized, I think he realized he didn't have a lot of time left, and he wanted to get his material out there to all the outlets. So he did a lot of podcasts with me. And with the Pool Nation podcast. And so he's definitely got material recorded here for you and archived so that you can listen to it and gain the knowledge that he has to pass on. I think I covered just about every subject with him over the year and a half that he appeared on my show. So in this podcast, I'm going to give you some of the highlights from some of the recordings I was fortunate enough to do with Bob Lowry. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open 7 days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. And I think I'll start by playing the last phone message that he left for me on my cell phone. And this was about 3 weeks before he passed away. We were scheduling a recording so that we can get another podcast in. And then we never recorded one after this po- after the final recording. I never got a chance to record anything more with Bob Lowry because he passed away. But here's the phone message he left me regarding being able to do this particular recording and the state of his health in a way in this message. Hi, David. It's Bob Lowry calling. I thought I might have a chat with you before. I just answered by email. Um, anyway, give me a call back. This is my U.S. cell number, and it's good probably until uh, tomorrow morning. But uh, I am leaving tomorrow morning from Los Angeles to go back to Peru. So um, I'm feeling a little better and recuperating from a heart procedure they did. And... Uh, we can talk or I can, I think I'll be okay on Wednesday to do a podcast, but um, I'd like to hold off until after I get back tomorrow night and, and over the weekend kind of see how I'm doing. Um, I think I'll be okay, but there's always a chance I won't be. So um, give me a buzz if you if you have a minute to chat and I'll bring you up to date. Thanks very much. So the first clip is going to be Bob Lowry talking about a common rookie mistake about not knowing the parts per million or the correct parts per million of a pool and how to calculate that in the old school of two to four parts per million is something that's outdated. And then we're going to transition and talk about Bob Lowry's favorite subject, which is borates. And I think I did several podcasts on borates, and this is where Bob just touches briefly on borates for you. So you get the idea behind using a borate product in a pool. 
some rookie mistakes out there. Now, there's a lot of new people in the industry, or you may be an employee coming on to a pool company. And we'll go over some of the top mistakes I think people make in the industry when they first start. And I think number one, and this is also happening even with the old school guys out there, is not understanding the effects of high cyanuric acid on chlorine. And then um, on the second part of that, you know, how important the cyanuric acid and free chlorine ratios are. And it's something that a lot of people don't consider. And so they'll have a trichlor pool that has cyanuric acid of maybe 150 or 200, and they're getting algae in there every week, and the free chlorine levels at, you know, five or six parts per million, and they're scratching their head thinking, hey, there's tons of chlorine in here. Why am I still getting algae in this pool? So you want to go over kind of this misunderstanding that happens out there? Yeah, for years, we used to just put in two to four parts per million of chlorine in the pool, and that was supposed to be enough. And then every summer, we all battled algae and put in algicides and superchlorinate and shock once a week and all those kinds of things. And and we were doing stuff weekly to bring the chlorine level up to where it would kill the algae. We started figuring out what the problem is. And, and about eight or nine years ago, I spent a few hundred hours studying what's what's going on in the pool. And the good news is that because I'm independently wealthy and independent, if I want to spend 200 hours doing something, I don't have a boss telling me I can't do that. So I studied it to find out what kills algae, how much chlorine we need. Depending on who you talk to, we need only between 0.3 and 0.5 parts per million of HOCl in the water. And the some people disagree with the 0.3, I mean 0.03, but everybody would agree that, that 0.05 parts per million HOCl will kill algae. So if we know that, then we're able to calculate how much chlorine is in the water if we know how much cyanuric acid is in the water. So we started figuring out how much cyanuric acid, how much chlorine is in the water. And the fact of the matter is, even with only 30 parts per million of cyanuric acid in the water, 97% of all the chlorine that's in the pool is bound to cyanuric acid. It's attached to it. And it's not like it's not available, but it's not available right now. Only the 3% that is not bound to the cyanuric acid is available for killing anything. That is an equilibrium reaction, 97% and 3%. So if you use some of the 3%, some of the 97 will switch over so that that 97 and 3% is maintained. But because we know that 3% of the chlorine is doing the work, we can multiply the 3% of the amount of chlorine that's in the pool and find out if we've got enough chlorine. So if you have, say, two parts per million of chlorine in the pool, if you multiply two parts per million of chlorine by 0.03%, Okay, you and 
You well, let me back up. You also may know that when chlorine is in water, the pH determines how much HOCl is made and how much OCl is made. And the the OCl minus and the HOCl are at 7.5 pH is about 50%. So you got 50% HOCl and 50% OCl minus. So that means that only 1.5% of the chlorine that's in the water is going to kill anything. So if we take two parts per million and multiply it times 1.5%, we get 0.3 parts per million HOCl. And we said we needed 0.5. So if you're keeping the chlorine level at two parts per million in that pool, you don't have enough chlorine to keep algae from growing. And it is that simple. And if we put in three parts per million of chlorine in that pool, 1.5% of three is 0 0.45. That's not quite 0 0.5, but it's close. So three parts per million might actually work. It's on the, maybe on the borderline. And if you multiply four parts per million times 1.5%, you have 0 0.06. And 0 0.06 will definitely kill algae. So what I claim in my most of the things I write, Two to four parts per million of chlorine that's recommended by PHTA may not always work. And don't believe that if your chlorine level is between two and four, you're good. Because I just showed you that you could have two and not be good and four and be good. So if you're in between there, it doesn't mean you're okay. So... Instead of having to do the math that way, we reversed it and made it easier for you to, to calculate. And so the, the free chlorine level that you need in the pool needs to be 7.5% of the cyanuric acid level. And yes, that means if you've got 100 parts per million of cyanuric acid in the water, you need 7.5 parts per million of free chlorine. It means that. But in comes EPA and says you shouldn't have more than four parts per million of chlorine in the pool. <laughs> That's their rule. And actually, their rule actually never considered the fact that you would have cyanuric acid in the pool. Because your exposure to chlorine is less with cyanuric acid than without it. For that same reason, only 3% of the chlorine is available. So you're not exposed to four parts per million of chlorine. You're only exposed to 3% of four parts per million of chlorine. So um, the thing that you can do to reduce the 7.5% is if you add borate to the pool at 50 parts per million, you can lower the 7.5% requirement to 5%. And that becomes a much more manageable and easy number. 5% of whatever your cyanuric acid is, is how much chlorine you need in the pool to prevent algae. 
And if it goes below that, then you, you run the chance of, of getting algae. And, and we have, we've been teaching that for three years. I've written about it now for eight years. And I've also got a book that most of you have probably heard of called Pool Chemistry for Service Pros. And it's a short book of 28 pages, but we recommend in there to keep the level of borate at 50 parts per million and um, chlorine level at 5% of that, of uh, CYA. But that book has now been distributed to 13,000 service techs. And they're doing it and it's working for them. Let's talk about borates. You want to give the listeners an introduction of what adding borates will actually do, or what does it mean to add borates to your pool? Okay, well, first of all, borates are a one-time thing. So it's not something you need to check every week and make adjustments to or anything. You add it once, and you only need to check it maybe once a month, even every two months, and if the level drops down a little bit, raise it back up. The recommended level is 50 parts per million, and uh, so at least that gets us over that part of it. But borates do two things in water. One is um, they, they help prevent the pH from going up as fast or as high. So it is a pH buffer to prevent the pH from going up. And they work really great with, with chlorine generators, pools that have always had the pH going up. Um, it's a good thing to do, especially with pools that have any kind of aeration, waterfalls, uh, spillovers, negative edge, those types of things, um, all of those things create aeration and turbulence, and that raises the pH. So if you've got pools that are all the time, the pH is going up, first thing you do is lower alkalinity, put some borates in the pool. So borates will prevent the pH from going up. And the other thing they do, as you just said, is they prevent algae. They do not kill it. So it is technically an algistat, but it's not an algicide. Um, it doesn't actually have any algicidal properties until you get about 200 parts per million in the pool. But um, I would not recommend putting 200 parts per million in the pool. But um, borate is, you can buy it in three varieties. Um, the one that I recommend the most is, is called boric acid. And the reason I like, and regardless of which chemical you buy, once you put it in the water, it is all exactly the same thing. So the type that you buy doesn't matter. But the amount of chlorine or, I mean, the amount of, of chemical you'll need to add and the adjustments you'll have to make afterward varies. But boric acid, when you put it in, um, you can push it around with, a, with your brush uh, and, and dissolve it. Uh, some guys have actually used like a hammerhead without the basket on or without the bag on, and that dissolves it in a second. But at any rate, using boric acid, it lowers the pH of the pool by 0.2, and it raises, it lowers uh, alkalinity by five parts per million. So essentially it does nothing. You know, lowering the pH in your pool by 0.2 is, is not a big deal. You probably wouldn't even adjust for it. So you put it in and you're done. The other chemicals are sodium tetraborate pentahydrate, 
and sodium tetraborate decahydrate. And both of those you'll need more chemical, but in addition, they have a pH of about nine. So when you put 50 parts per million in the pool, it's gonna raise the pH of your pool to nine. It's also gonna raise your alkalinity by 115 parts per million. And in order to, to offset that, you will then need to add about two and a half gallons of muriatic acid to 10,000 gallons to get it back to where you started. So um, you end up having to make adjustments to pH and alkalinity after you add it. Once it's in the water, they all do the same thing, but um, you'll just need more chemical and you'll have to buy muriatic acid and come back and add that. So um, it just seems easier to add boric acid if you can find it. Boric mm -hmm. acid, you can usually find it if you can't find it at your wholesale distributor, uh, swimming pool wholesale distributor, you can sometimes find it at landscape and nursery places because they also sell it uh, for you to use in your lawn, in your uh, in your landscaping or gardening to prevent bugs. So um, it's a good thing and put it in the water and forget about it. It'll keep your pH from going up so high. Then you can use cyanuric acid and your alkalinity to keep the pH from going low. And we talked in the first one about, about making the pool stable. And the idea is we make the pH and alkalinity stable by using cyanuric acid and alkalinity to keep it from going low. And then we use borate to keep it from going high. And then we use a chlorine that doesn't change the pH. So that makes that whole thing stable. And that's, that's the goal. That's the idea. And of course, you can find all the podcasts that I recorded Bob Lowry on my site. Go to swimmingpoollearning.com on the banner. Click on the podcast icon in the search box. Simply type in Bob Lowry and then all the podcasts that I recorded with him will come up in the sequential order that they were done. And if you're interested in the coaching program, I definitely would recommend you checking that out. Also, you can learn more about my program at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.